Welcome back to another episode of Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington with me. What's good, y'all? We got a, a very special guest in the building. This uh, this producer's worked with pretty much everybody. He's worked with Rich the Kid, Skipper the Flipper, Little Dirk, Jose Guapo, Mango Fo, just to name a few. He's recently signed with Murder Gang. Please welcome Nas Moore. Yeah. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, appreciate you pulling up. Yeah, so for uh, our audience that just don't really know, that's not familiar with your work, you want to give them a little background about how you got into the game, where you at now, just your journey, where you from? Yeah, um, I started cooking up probably like three, four years ago. Um, like I said, I used to work a lot with like Skip, Guap, all them people, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, since then, I've um, just been cooking up and I got down just signed a deal, so. You from Atlanta? Yeah, I'm from the North. Mm. What part? The North. I don't know what the North <laughs> is. I'm from like like over there, like when that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like you say, you just started making beats. Did you always want to be a producer or? Yeah, I, I was in band and shit when I was like sixth through eighth grade. So then I played <laughs> percussion and shit. So I always had like a love for music. And what got you into making music? Like was somebody just show you FL Studio or something? Yeah, I got I, like probably like when, when I felt like, what was that, like 2008, I don't know what year it was, but when they said Soldier Boy got down, made a beat, and got down, made a hit of some shots, just got down, started fuck with FL, and that's when I like first like downloaded it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then probably about like, yeah, five years ago, I started like really taking it serious, me and my cousin. So what were you doing like on those first years? Did you know as soon as you started making beats that you was like, yeah, I want to do this and start taking it serious ever since? Or was it like just messing around with it for a little bit? Yeah, once I got better, that shit got down. That shit made me want to keep learning new shit every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then like I had a bunch of my friends and shit was like rapping and shit, so that mm-hmm. was a big part of the influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what was there anything like as a little kid you ever like thought you wanted to be before a producer? Yeah, football. I used to play football. I played football my whole life. Mm-hmm. Who was your wide receiver? Yep, I'll play wide receiver, corner, play everything. You play in high school too? Yeah, I play high school and college. Where you go to school at? Uh. I went to goddamn school at Kansas, and then I went to another school. Uh, what part? Where, where'd you go to school in Kansas? I'm from Kansas. University of Kansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. KU. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was born in Wichita. Where? Yeah, Wichita, yeah. Yeah, I used to be in Wichita, too. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's not too much going on out there. Nah. It's not at all. <laughs> nah. What made you, um, you were born, were you, you said you were born in Atlanta, then you yeah. moved to, for, what, college just for out in Wichita? Yeah, yeah, just for goddamn sports and shit. Once right. that football shit didn't work out, you know what I'm saying? I got down, came home, and I got down, started cooking up and shit. You didn't end up finishing school? Yeah, I finished school. Mm. So talk about your first placement. Um, You said Skip was your first placement? No, nah, Rich was my first placement. And how'd that come about? Um, Shit. I said, goddamn, like the Migos and shit, that's goddamn who I, that was one, they're like one of my biggest influences and shit. Like I grew mm. up with them and shit. So goddamn, Say had got on the beat and fucking... Rich was about to drop a tape. And I told him, like, yo, this goddamn shit hard. Goddamn, get on it and put it on your tape. And um, I just sent him the song and shit. And when I woke up, I was asleep, and the goddamn shit had came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool and shit. And then I remember, like, two days after that, I heard somebody listening to it. So that shit was cool. What, you in the car or something? Yeah, I was, and I was uh, just walking down the road and shit. Somebody's playing in that car. Shit, what was that like? That's probably crazy, especially, yeah. like, hell what? yeah. That was like a year after you've been making Yeah, beats. that shit only happened that one time with that song. That yeah, happened time. <laughs> has it happened again? Yeah, it's happened. But yeah, that was the first time though. So how did you uh how did you, you know, get the attention of murder? 
um, being around the boys and shit. He was one of my biggest influences in the, in the music shit too. Like um, cooking up and shit gave me like a lot of tips and shit like that. And he just started to see my progression. You know what I'm saying? And he's progressed a lot to the point where he could start <clears throat> signing people and shit. And it just made sense. Mm. So, now what, um, shout out to Murder. When you got when you saw that you just recently signed a deal, uh, what were some of the things that made you feel like that was the right move to do rather than mm. just staying independent? I don't know. It just felt right. I know like the relationship is there as far as the chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like we boys and shit. And then goddamn, it just it just made sense. You know what I'm saying? So do people treat you differently, especially in the industry, or just people that you know now that you signed? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But shit, I guess that's what come with it. But yeah. It's a, like a lot of producers been hitting me up to work and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So So but it's been more positive than negative? Yeah, for sure. So we're more positive than negative. Now what are some of the things that you expect like when you when signing a deal, what things happen? I guess what happens that you couldn't do on your own or what can they add to you? What does signing do for you? In my situation, I have a great team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My manager, Corey, he got down. He going to get me right. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of resources. So, But you can go, still go get those placements yourself too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times we hear producers saying they need managers. I mean, it's about a relationship though. Like that's, mm-hmm. a, that's like what people don't understand. Like, yeah, like, It'd be easy, like, getting these emails and shit like that, but when you get in the room, that's what you need. You need to get in that room. This is, like, it's a lot more positives that can happen from the room. That's all might, that they record from the email. It might be a throwaway or some shit, you know what I'm saying? And then if you in the room, you can get the, get the actual song, you know what I'm saying? So it's a big part of it. Because I guess a lot of producers that have signed pub deals that we, you know, talk to, they, they say, like, Stay it didn't away. help him get placements. It didn't help him do anything at all. You know what I mean? But it's a little different than I guess signing to, you know what I mean? Like a producer or something. But, yeah. you know, they basically say, you know, I'm still out here just working my relationship the same way I was. Like in your instance, like, um, like what would you say? Like, you know, the, the, the major benefits are. Uh, I can say this. I signed like two months ago and people were asking for stems the last two weeks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm about to have some shit coming out. So mm-hmm. it just happened. So. I mean, it depends did, on the situation. So, what point did you feel like you needed management? Um, um, I can't really say, but I just knew that I wanted to take it further and I wanted it to grow and be, become bigger. So I know I couldn't do everything. Do you so, consider yourself more of an entrepreneur or artist? Yeah, yeah, entrepreneur. For sure. Um, is it difficult balancing like a balancing a friendship? You said you and Murder are boys. Is it difficult balancing friendship and then business? Um, nah. I mean, we ain't, we never had an issue. Mm. It's like we just do what we like to do. Shit, we just chilling. We cook up. You know what I'm saying? Like Corey handle all the business shit. So mm. it's really okay. no. Do you, <laughs> no go ahead. Do you do business with people that you're not cool with? Like if it's if it looks right, everything seems like it would pan out the right way, but maybe you're just not a fan of the person. Can you still go ahead and do business with them? Uh, yeah. As long as they got, yeah. I'm gonna make some money. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that bag, right? right. <laughs> so let's talk about, uh, you know, you're making beat process. Do you buy like kits and stuff online or you kind of just? Uh, nah. Not at all? Nah. I got like a, somebody who making sounds and shit and VSTs and shit like that, so. That's how I got all my shit. So how'd you first, like, how'd you first get, you know, when you yeah, first Yeah, when I first, it? like, when I first started cooking up, yeah, I would go download shit. Yeah. 
Not no middies and no shit though. You know <laughs> what I mean? I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I got down. I used to get drums and shit. You know what I'm saying? So you cook all your melodies from scratch? Yeah. That's dope. You play keys? Nah, but I just got down, figured it out. Just clicked it in. Yeah. I click in. I'm starting to get better with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You, play prefer, my you play, prefer playing it MIDI? Yeah. I prefer using the MIDI. I always use MIDI. Mm-hmm. What version of FL are you using? 11. 11. You ain't graduate. You ain't, you ain't nah. <laughs> not graduate. <laughs> I meant like update update to uh, update to 20. Try it out. Nah. This nigga used 12. I don't know how. Nah, I, don't I, got that. I like 12. I like 20 though. Oh, for real? 20 is way nah. better than 12. Yeah, I want 20. Okay. Nah. <laughs> Overrated to you? Yeah, I just... <laughs> I just use 11. Staple what you know, right? Yep. You never use any other DAWs? Nah. You like, do you sample a lot or do you ever, did you ever, when you first started off, were you sampling? Or yeah, you I'm starting to sample more now. Mm-hmm. Get more inspiration. Yeah. Most definitely. For sure. Um, <laughs> so I guess that brings us to um, <laughs> overrated, underrated. Um, what we do is we present you five topics and we just ask you if they're overrated or underrated. And I guess if we think, you know, requires more, more um, explanation. explanation, we'll just ask you about it. Alright All right, So we got the first one On overrated Underrated We got Being on tour Tour life Underrated Underrated <laughs> Why so We hear a lot of people Say overrated Yeah Um The part that I They may I, That I don't fuck with tour Is like that The living conditions Like people think like that Living on the bus Shit is cool But it's easy as hell To get sick mm-hmm. I kept getting sick On the bus I fucking I wasn't getting good Sleep for real So But as far as like we were getting a lot of, I know on tour recently we were getting a lot of work done. You know what I'm saying? We were going to casinos, hitting everywhere. We wasn't for some reason we wasn't losing. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, my experiences, I had a good times on tour. So. That's good that you said that you um you was able to get work done because that's what usually like people say it's overrated. They say, I mean, most of the time you're just trying to kill time. You're not really like yeah. trying to get work done. You're just basically just smoking and waiting for the show type shit. Yeah. I mean, shit, we was doing that too. How long were you on tour for? What's the longest like stretch you've been on? It was like a month. Oh, so just no, not like no six yeah, months or nothing no. like that. No, that month. It was a month. You think you could do it for like six months a nah, year? Hell no. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think I could do that shit that long. Hell no, nah. that's long. What about like food? I know when we travel, we have events that we do like all over the country, and uh, when we travel, it's like the food situation is always crazy. Like yeah, we had that gas issue. stations. We just like if we ain't know nothing over there, we just stick to it. We knew get somebody mm-hmm. fast food or some shit. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So second on overrated, underrated, asking to take pics with famous people. Me? Is, is it, it like over in general shit, for people I don't to know. do? I don't know. Since was me personally, I've never done that. But why don't you do it? I mean, it's just not me. <laughs> I feel like you know what I'm saying. I'm my own person. You know what I'm saying. Right. I, I, it motive, it's motivational though. Like my friends and shit that goddamn celebrities, like that shit motivates me. But mm-hmm. it's just like shit. It's just what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't really think it's like I don't really judge it though. Yeah. Fair enough. Third, paying for collabs with other producers. Um, shit. Preference. I mean, I've never been really, like all my people who I collab with, like my homies and shit. I've never, like, paid to work with nobody. So if that's what you want to do, like, if you feel like, because I do know people who've done that, like, I have people who, like, I know other producers who, like, do paid collabs and shit and, like, got place, got their people placement. So if you want to do that, then <clears throat> shit can be beneficial. It's just up to you. Can a random producer collab with you? 
Like, do you have a set rate or and like if someone hits you on Instagram? Um, yeah. So y'all can hit me on Instagram. <laughs> hit me with your budget. Yeah, hit me with your budget, and, and we'll see. Corey, it don't matter. Yeah, is that usually what you do? Ask them what their budget is instead of just throwing yeah. a number out there. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I don't. I know people ain't got it. Everybody ain't got it. But now in the days, though, shit, got to be something. You can't be like you know what I'm saying. So, right. like nothing free. Yeah, I don't do shit for free. We got be like homies and shit. We got third one on the overrated, oh. underrated, or fourth one. Yeah, Carter Five. I fuck with it. Fucking with I it. Fuck with it for sure. Any certain songs you fucking with? Shit, I'm gonna say Mona Lisa. Mm. Uh, I like that shit with X too. Yeah, that one. Um, shit, all the ones that got them on Apple Music right now. Shit, they all. I fuck with them. Mm. I fuck with it for sure. It definitely felt good to like. You know how how much of an influence he was, and now for him to hear even hear his voice is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so with some some new shit. So, right. I think that, I think we definitely needed that. And then last on already under we we always throw a random one in here, the Wild and Out show. Um, I used to watch that shit as a kid. I don't see nothing wrong with it. So I don't really watch it like that no more. But shit, gotcha. I don't think it's overrated or underrated. Shit, we watch TV. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> Wild enough. The only you can watch it. You know what I'm saying? Shit be funny. No, yeah. Sometimes. No, we always throw up. a random one in there because sometimes we get a crazy story. Yeah. That's why it's overrated or underrated. What? Well, cool. Uh, going back to the, um, you were talking about tour life. Uh, you have any like crazy, crazy experiences, any crazy stories? I know you probably see all kinds of stuff, um, which is like one thing that pops out on your mind. Yeah. What was like, where was we at? We was like and got down some, Arkansas or some shit. And um Murder was taking pictures and shit. And this dude was like, hey bro, can I take a pic? I'm like, shit. I I'm like, I, mean, I ain't famous, but shit, I'll take it. <laughs> he got that whip out his phone and shit. He go up, he like, yeah, little Uzi. I'm like, bro, I'm not little Uzi, bro. <laughs> that shit was, I was embarrassed, bro. I don't even get embarrassed. I'm like, yo, this nigga thought I was little Uzi. You really like, thought you oh, were Uzi? Not. Yes, bro. That's yes. Funny. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck? You should have just went with it, just played along, be like, yeah, man, you know, I'm a little Uzi. He just kept apologizing and shit, like, my fault, bro, my fault. I'm like, my. <laughs> don't Uzi got long hair or some shit, though? Yeah, he, he got, got dreads. dreads. He's yeah. short. Man, I don't know. He's just all the way off. All the way off. I don't know. That's weird. That's yeah. some stuff you can expect from Kansas and yeah. Arkansas, That though. shit was crazy. So, um, what's, what's to you, what's the main difference between working as a producer in Atlanta and L.A.? A lot of people are LA is a lot different, like from what I've been around. Like, it's different. Like, I've never really like it's good to work with writers and shit out in LA. I don't really see that too much in Atlanta. Like, that's a lot of shit that's different. But you said it's more writers in Atlanta than in LA. No, I don't know where it's more at, but I see more of people like like we work with writers, like all the writers and shit. Like we work with being LA and shit in mm-hmm. Atlanta. It's kind of different. You know what I'm saying? Like. What about the sound? Is there a difference in sound? Like the producers that mainly stay out in Atlanta? Yeah, versus I mean, LA? they just used to hearing the Atlanta niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying the Atlanta producers. Mm. They, you know what I'm saying? They probably make beats how they hear in Atlanta and West Coast, same shit. So, mm. any yeah. difference in, in people's attitudes when you're working with, with Nate in LA versus Atlanta? Um, you know, some people be switching up. Yeah, I think like LA is like, I don't know, from my experience, it's just like, more cool. I don't know. I feel like people be on that like ego shit in Atlanta. That you know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I would think it'd be shit. like the opposite. 
Nah, I mean, shit. usually Atlanta's like where you catch people on the humble, just working. You know what I mean, type shit. I mean, shit it depends. I mean, everybody I work with in Atlanta, I'm like cool with and shit. I don't be like, it's not too many sessions. I just pulled up on somebody random and shit. So yeah. I don't know, but I know enough. It's good vibes in LA. It's good vibes in Atlanta too, though. Don't get me wrong, I love Atlanta. So, yeah. When you uh when you making beats, is there anywhere specific that you like to make beats, like rather in the studio or at home? Um, me personally at the crib. Yeah, I like making beats at home. Like most of my beats are made at home. It's just more comfortable. Yeah, I get in my little chair. I put my covers on. Roll up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> in the studio, <laughs> you get nervous. Like not nervous, but like nah. you feel like when you make a beats in front of everybody, do you feel like I, I used know, to like pressures? I feel like everybody did have felt like that. Like when you first start cooking up and shit, but right. like. Like who I like our production team and shit, like that's all we do all day and shits, and we like you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. As long as you're comfortable in your craft, I don't really see why you'll be. So it seems like you know you kind of you got to where you are through relationships and stuff yeah. like that. So what advice would you give to a producer that's in like you know kind of like the middle of nowhere that you know I mean they're just starting off, but they they want to get signed, they want to do all this. Um, shit, try to use the internet. That's what I would say. Use the internet. That's just it. The internet to your advantage. Um, yeah. Social media, maybe. That'd be my biggest my biggest advice. So how would you go about, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Spam you would you just spam people? What would you do? Say so about what? You say hit people up on social media, what's the approach? Um, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like good work gets noticed, you know what I'm saying? Eventually. Just keep working. That's the only thing I can say. Like you, your time gonna come. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? You got producers hitting you up all the time in your DMs, like, trying to work or, yeah. you know, I mean, like, bro, I need some help or let's yeah. hand out. Sign me and shit, shit like that. <clears throat> yeah. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, just show dope beats on your Instagram and shit's going to happen? Excuse me? If you're in the middle of nowhere and you're producer, if you just upload fire beats to your Instagram, you're going you're gonna to get on eventually? No, I can't say that. I'm just saying, like, you should just put it out like if you are if you don't have really have too many connections you should just work you know what I'm saying work with who you got I try to work with what you got you know what I'm saying use social media to try to build a platform to where people can see your shit you know what I'm saying they got now on Instagram you could pay you know what I'm saying you could make a beat and pay for that shit to go viral mm. damn there so. mm. have you um I remember earlier we was talking about like you prefer using the MIDI uh, to make melodies. Have you have you seen the FL came out with that new uh, MPC with Akai, the collab with Akai, like with Akai? It looks uh, kind of like a sequencer. I've I seen it. You haven't I haven't used it yet, though. No, I haven't used it. What's your thoughts on it just from looking at it? It's, it's cool. I never really was. I had bought an MPC. Um, it was an MPC like Renaissance 2000. It was like four or five years ago. And I, I, I fuck with it a little bit, but I've never been fucking with NPCs like that. Mm. Just straight FL. So you prefer like clicking in the drums and everything rather than hitting it on the pads? Yeah, yeah. For sure. you feel like, do you feel like you can get the same uh, bounce clicking it in that you get when you hit the, use the NPC? Um, I only use the NPC a couple of times, so I don't know, but I use, I really use the MIDI. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you ever take time off from making beats? Yeah. Cause we be going like how we be working, we'll literally work for like three days straight. Like mm. don't get no sleep at all. Mm. And then we have to like go to sleep for a whole day. Shit like that. And I'm talking about like extended periods, like maybe weeks or months. Nah, nah. Nah. It hasn't been like that in a while. Where I just don't cook up, no. No no beat blocking on that? Yeah, for sure. But not like 
weeks or nothing, maybe like a day or two, two, three days, something like that. And when you have like beat blocked and you make like just something that you're not feeling, do you usually just throw those beats away or how do you, what do you do with those beats? Cause I know sometimes people think beats are throwaways, but then the artists end up liking those the most. Well, my man, I don't ever throw like, I always save my beats and shit and put them in a little folder. They might not make it to the heat folder, but they, <laughs> they get saved. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So you ever send those out to, for people to like to work on, collab on them? I want people to be trying to buy beats, honestly. The mediocre, the mediocre folders when you send out. It depends what your budget is. Like if you ain't got no big budget, Mm -hmm. then I like send you that Mm -hmm. bits of that shit first. Mm -hmm. And then if you like, I want some harder shit. You know what I'm saying? So the budget decides what folder you get. Yep. I can take that. I can take that. Get the heat folder (laughs) now. You said, um, you know, you been you when y'all make beats, you do for three days straight, um, and then like take one day to just to sleep and recover. Do you feel like? You feel like um, your style of making beats or that, like, that same approach for the long term? Do you feel like you'll change it up at all? Mm, no. I actually like working like that. I like, like I working like night. Like, I don't know. I just, I like that better. I don't know. It's like when we're cooking up a shot like that, mm-hmm. just two, three days, just lock in. Like, that's really locked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We literally... Ain't left the room. Yeah, ain't left the room. Just going crazy. Like... Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Then just rest, listen to them. Cause shit, it'd be sometimes you make so many goddamn beats, but all this shit was hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You never know. So, uh, what you been working on these last few months? What could we look forward to? You know, in the next few months? Um, I I'm not supposed to say, but I got like a bunch of shit coming out this month. So, so some shit on. I just say this: some shit on Halloween for show, and then some shit in the next couple of weeks. And where can everybody go and check in on social media? Nasmore at Nasmore underscore. What's your, um, what's like long term? Do you say what do you want to produce ten years from now, yep. or do you want to twenty years from now? Yep. thirty years from now. Yeah, I just want to just keep growing as a producer, uh-huh. and then grow into something bigger than that. To where maybe I even have a label, a production label for sure. Do you have any other uh, business ventures in mind outside of the music industry that you want to? Um. Real estate, um, all type of shit. Mm-hmm. Logan line, branding, mm-hmm. merch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, we appreciate you pulling up, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate Another, y'all for having me. All right, yeah, of course. Another dope episode of Proof Grand Podcast. Signing out. Uh, Peace. Peace.